What's good, Footy Culture fam? My name is Matthews, aka Matt, aka Today, boy, today, coming at you all another episode of the Footy Culture Podcast. Once again, I'm joined today by Jimmy. What's going on, guys? Got a man like Dan. How's it going, everyone? We got two guests on the couch today. We got one United fan. Can't say guests anymore, man. These guys are the no boys. Ronaldo, no problem. Jeez. The boys are back. <laughs> the boys are back. The Oyunee brethren. I'm gonna man, represent. Man like Josh. We're here to represent my gunners. You Top know? gunner. Top gunner, you know. First place. Jeez. Yeah, you know. Stay with your chest, bro. First place. <laughs> we're winning that. Give me that. But right yeah, now. boys, we're talking uh, North London Derby, Manchester Derby. We're talking about that Mudrik transfer and more. So yeah, let's get right into it. Manchester Derby. Big, big game here. It was a nice game. Big, big game. 2-1 for the Manchester United for the Reds. What do y'all think of that game, man? Yo. Who's Man City? Who's Pep Guardiola? Who's Erling Holland, bro? You tell where me, was, bro. Where was that guy? For he was that invisible, game? bro. Where was he? He was invisible. He was quiet. Key. He was quiet. quiet. Man, getting locked up by Luke Shaw. Guy's not even a center back. He That's something back. you wouldn't hear, bro. Exactly. You would, like imagine months ago saying Luke Shaw was gonna play center back with Ryan. I wouldn't believe it. Bro. And then lock up Erling Holland. I wouldn't yeah. believe you, bro. I wouldn't believe you either. And I'm United <laughs> fan. <laughs> a couple months ago, Erling was loud too. He was scoring a lot of goals. Months ago, two weeks ago, yeah, bro. bro. <laughs> a few weeks ago, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheat, cheat. Not too long, but still. It was quite that game. Yeah, man. But yeah, City opened up scoring. Jack Grealish getting uh, the first goal in the 60th minute. Assist by De Bruyne. Kind of came in late into it, you know, scoring the 60th minute. But then United, about 12 minutes later, Bruno Fernandez goal with Casemiro assist. And not too long after, Marcus Rashford. The cheeky little Garnacho assist, bro. Yeah. Garnacho's a talent, eh, boys? He is, he is. Yo, I'm surprised he's like actually performing at this level. At such surprised, a young age, eh? At such a young age. Yeah? Such a young age. A lot of like players that start like a young age that have like a bit of hype to them, they usually like crumble after a bit. But he's been good ever since, especially on a team like Man U. Yeah. It's hard though for young guys, especially now in today's football, unless you're like coming out like guns blazing and like quick off the mm-hmm. start, like. It's gonna be hard for you to like kind of get first team minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially for a team like United. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? If you're not playing well at that age, coming out of the academy or whatever, because he was bought from Atletico, no? I think so. I believe so. Yeah. Because they want now Atletico want him back, but if you're being signed over to Man United, you're doing well in the in the in the youth level of football there. You have your minutes. You have to take advantage. Yeah. And if you're not taking advantage of those minutes, like Elanga, he had those minutes last year. Mm. Elanga now, like, he's not the same guy. Like, maybe we're not giving him a chance at the opportunities because they have Anthony now. But once you're, once you got the time, once you got the talent and, and you show it, then, like, you have to, you have to take the advantage. You have to, you have to take it. Like, yeah, for sure. If you don't, then, like, you're going to be sent away on loan. And by the time you're 25, 26, 27, like, I mean, same thing happened with the other players, like Januzaj back in the day. Right, he had a big hyper on his name. So, you know what I mean? Like, you to, if you're a talent, like, you have to show it. Or else, like, you're not having your chances. Because even Palestri now, like, uh, there's uh, Garnacho and there's Palestri too, the Uruguayan. Yeah. He's good, but he hasn't gotten the minutes, but he's still, I think he's younger. But he, he should no, be no, getting... No, I think he's older than Garnacho. Yeah, I think, think he so? Yeah. Too. He's been around for a minute. Yeah. But he has, he has, he had a loan move to um, La Liga last year. Diallo as well. Yellow as well. Yeah, Diallo, think, Yellow, no, apparently he's cooking in the championship he? right now. I think Diallo's like, gonna get. Sent. He's he's, I think he's not. Nah, he's not nah, gonna nah, be nah. playing for you. Nah, not gonna be playing nah, for nah, United. Nah, he's no. coming back. Trust. Didn't me. they get him for like like a decent amount? Yeah, like yeah 20, 20, 30 money, something. No, me like Diallo's one. You know, like you have those players where you just like you you want to see them succeed. Yeah. No matter how bad they're playing. He's one of those guys. He's one of those guys for me. Yeah, for sure. I get it because like he's good. Like he shows it, but it's just hard to get him in the team right now because. 
Yeah. He's like a winger slash a, a second midfielder. Like, you know what I mean? So we have so many, how many players do you have on the wing now? Like, oh. a lot, bro. <laughs> like, in my opinion, he can bring everything Anthony does. Yeah. Because Anthony, he kind of stands there and then cuts in. He has zero right foot. Yeah. And then they're basically the same player. They both like to cut in but on the The thing left. is, like, he was so expensive, like, where, like, you have to play him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's the problem. That's true. But I mean, yeah. he didn't start against City, though. Yeah. But yeah. But before we get into, like, all that other stuff. <laughs> The Man United played really well first half. Yeah. They were the better team. As much as they didn't have the possession, yeah, they were controlling the high pressure where United uh, City weren't able to like press high, create the openings where they usually take advantage of. United were like literally playing like nine or eight players right behind the ball, mm-hmm. which is smart because you can't give them space. No. And those couple of times where we got caught, where we maybe attacked, and the City got the ball recovered, and they kind of moved the ball quick to Haaland or whoever it was, even yeah. um, to uh, what's his name, Mares on the wing, yeah. They had some chances, but at the same time, as, as soon as they got those chances, we shut them down quick. Mm-hmm. Shaw, whoever it was on the left side, shutting them down quick. Even Musiala playing high, shutting down uh, Myra's quick. <laughs> Malasia. 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 Future transfer? Malasia. Shutting down uh, Riyad Myra's quick. Like, he had no chances. And he was getting fouled, but at the same time, they were smart fouls. They were getting, like, he was getting the ball or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we were doing really well at the start. I saw the goal coming. I wasn't really worried. And even when Grealish was going in, like I still felt like we had a goal in us. Yeah. I don't know if we we're going to win, but I saw a goal coming. No, I'm not going to lie. When Grealish scored, I thought it was game. No, I, yeah. I, was, I was deflated. Because like really? in, in the first half, we had those chances, right? Like when I seen Rashford miss like two, I'm like, yo, you're, this is going to bite yes, us in the yes, ass. Yes, yes, yes. You know, because you don't get those many chances against City. Yeah, when tough, they come, too. you got to take them. Mm. Right? And we weren't taking them. And then when the second half came, we weren't getting them as much. Right, so it was like if City scores here, it's it's game, it's done. Because we're, we, we were playing, anything. we were playing heavy, high pressure in the beginning of the game. I knew the players were gonna get tired. Yeah, but like as soon as those two little switches came in, you took Art Martial off from the a half. We put Rashford up forward because you know, Rashford is gonna break the line quickly and mm-hmm. get those chances, and then bringing in um, who did we bring in? We brought in Anthony, Anthony, Garnacho came Anthony, on. Anthony came before, right? Yeah, so. Just changing it up a little bit, and I feel like they City were making a lot of mistakes. They're playing; they 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 were just so trapped in their own half that they they didn't have anywhere to go forward. That they kind of tried going backwards. They take too much time on the ball to where our players are kind of pressing them high, so they were out of their element. Yeah, they were out of their element. So I think we play the better football. Surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> maybe Ten Hag has got something on Pep. Yeah, wait, bro. So. uh the ball derby, bro. It's <laughs> compared, com, compared to the first game when I was there, I was watching the the first game where they lost six three. Yeah, it's like it was night a com- and day that completely different. Completely different. Jeez. It's because we obviously are still fresh, right? Ten hack new team to try to see what players were best suited where, and then I guess just the players really at this point in time, like they're playing just great football in the last couple games. This is yeah. what their eighth game now they've been winning. They've eighth come a long way. Nice. Yeah. Rashford scoring every single game. So like that's surprising. Like you didn't see that at the beginning of the season, no, right? No, Rashford no. was really getting minutes, mm-hmm. right? And then all this whole controversy with the club as well. But ah, uh, they did it well. I was surprised. But above all, was that a goal or was that offside? Yo, that's not offside. <laughs> what? Not I, offside? I'll say that with my chest. Bro, he was interfering the play though. See, me, I was gonna like my thing was if Akanji like put in a tackle and he touched Rashford or like. What, or like they tried, or they tried to do something, and they made contact with him, and then Bruno scored. I would have said, okay, he was in the way, but they weren't. Like Akanji was like two paces behind, and then Walker was nowhere to be found. So it was like, and Ederson still came off his line. It's not like he wasn't trying to save anything. So they all were still playing the game, and Rashford didn't touch it. 
Full to go. No. Nope. When I first saw it, it was literally, it can go either way. If it's offside, okay, it's offside. I, I, I accepted it. Like, I wasn't like, fuck, no, that's a goal. Like, I'm not going to argue that. I'm not going to challenge it either. Like, and then the fact that it was a goal, like, okay, yeah, I'll take it. Like, mm. I could see it where it was a goal and where it wasn't a goal. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, where you see it where it's not a goal, like, hey, Ratchard's there. Does a candidate get to that ball and maybe a toe if he slides into that or dives into that? Like, does yeah. he get a toe into there? He was not close, but he was close enough to where maybe he reached it with a toe or something. Kind of got Bruno like out of the wrong position where because that, that ball was like perfect for Bruno, yeah. right? And then again, like, does the whole thing is like was a keeper focusing on the player, and that's just like just judgmental. You can't really like judge that. So when it came down to just the eye test, like, well, yeah, he wasn't offside because Bruno scored it and shot it. So you think yeah. he was onside? I'm saying I, I could have gone out of the way. Onside, you think it's well? onside as well? The defense looked like they didn't really want it like that. Yeah? You know? Because they would have at least like put like a body into Rashford, if anything, if they wanted the ball like that. But it's not like they knew it was offside before the play happened. It was after the goal happened, like, yo, offside, then they checked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if they knew it was offside, then they wouldn't do anything. But they were actually going for him, but they didn't put in like no effort, no yeah. physical challenge. But, not, but nowadays, like the defenders know like every ball is live until it's put away or a blow, yeah. whistle's blown. So you're gonna yeah. You can't give up because at the end of the day, like, you have to go. You have to go for it because yeah. sometimes linesmen don't put their uh, flags up unless they're for sure. Yeah, yeah. unless like, they're 100%. this time linesman probably wasn't for sure, mm-hmm. so he didn't put it up. Any other day, they probably would have put the. That he was flag probably up. waiting for Rashford to touch it, or that too, that too. So, I'll, I, either way for me, either way for me. So onside, onside, onside. onside. What are you saying? You're saying onside too. Don't be different, man. I'll let you answer. I don't know. For me, like when I saw the first angle, I was like, okay, it's onside. But for me, there was one angle that I saw from like behind the net and it was showing the angle from like what Ederson saw. And it's literally, you have Rashford, you have Bruno. It looks like either one of them is going to shoot the ball. Yeah. So for me, it's like, if you're the goalie, how are you supposed to know who's going to strike the ball? Obviously Rashford is offside, but Ederson doesn't know that he doesn't, he can't really see that he's offside. So it's for him. It's like, it's impeding his judgment because he doesn't know who's going to shoot the ball for us. It's easy to see. Okay. We know Rashford's not going to shoot the ball because he's offside because we can see that from where we're looking, but for the keeper, how is he supposed to know? So I think in, in one way, when I saw that angle, I was like, shit, like I can see how this can be offside, but I could also see how it can be onside. Cause Rashford technically didn't touch the ball and he didn't really interfere with play other than maybe throwing Ederson off. Mm-hmm. Right. I say like Ederson should be ready for that kind of stuff though. I feel like, cause it doesn't matter who really kicks the ball last. You should be ready for the ball to get a shot at you. Because he doesn't really know if it's offside or not. You still have to be ready to, like, you know, save the ball or not. Yeah. I mean, just because you're ready doesn't mean you're going to save it all the time, you know? Yeah, but still, I don't. I still don't think it was offside just because Ederson's judgment was, like, impeded. He should be ready for any shot coming at him. doesn't matter if it's onside or offside. Yeah, and, like, when, when do you ever see calls, like, oh, I assumed this or I assumed that or I felt this was going to happen with that? Like, yeah. It's just, end of the day, it's all the calls are just eye test. If what was shown is offside or not offside, or if it's a foul, not a foul, like, why? What's your judgment? I don't know. For me, like, I think it was offside. For one instance, you had Rashford pretty much shielding Akanji from getting the ball. He was directly in front of him, kind of, you know, a bit of a wider stance. One, what you said with him and uh, Bruno both looked like they were going for the shot. That's interfering play, right? And apparently, due to the FA, they say that's offside. According to the FA rules, that's offside. Mm-hmm. And then Pep came out after the game saying, I don't know the rule, but I know where we played. Damn. So is that favoritism for United then? Might be. Hey, man, end of the day, you're playing at home. You have an advantage. So what? 
If, if it is a 50-50... I mean, that's a pretty big advantage. But if it's a 50-50, I would say give it to the home team. No? I don't know. Or is that not the benefits of playing at home? Uh, but should there be a referee benefit when playing home? <laughs> I don't know about that. No, not benefits man. for sure. But like end of the day, like... I'm not, I don't know how the refs really came with their judgment. Like they had VAR. <laughs> VAR was there. And the day, did Rashford really impede? It's up to the refs. There's the linesman, there's an actual ref playing played, and then there's like six guys in VAR. Yeah, None yeah. of them couldn't decide. I mean, how trustworthy yeah. is that though? We've seen VAR, you know, yeah, not true. really work out. Yeah, but 10 guys said it wasn't offside, so I agree with them, bro. <laughs> it's not outside, man. Maybe, man, maybe. <laughs> But no, overall, it was a great matchup. Even the second goal, Garnacho coming in. Um, he had that cross going in. It was deflected by Kanji, I think, as well. Yeah. yeah. Did a little turn on him. Yeah, cut in uh, on the one-time like cross. He just hoped someone was there. And then, luckily, Rashford was, was right there, man. Garnacho's had a bunch of big plays for United, though. Like It seems like every like GA is like important. He scored. He scored the winner at Sociedad. He assisted a winner somewhere. He scored a winner at Fulham, and then he assisted the winner at City. Like they're not just regular like kill the game goals. They're like really important goals for United. Do you think he should be starting more, or like he's like more of like an impact off the bench? I think impact off the bench right now is perfectly. Yeah, fine I think so too. Because they bring something different. He's not the same as um, who's usually playing left mid to say Rashford. Rashford, but Rashford I think is better up top over Martial. To be honest, even though Martial had a good half. He opened up him some chances here and there. There was one time Rashford kind of laid off to him when Ederson was off his line. Remember, he, he ran out. But um, I think Rashford is the better going forward. And compared to who else? Sancho compared to Alanga, I think Garnacho is the better option right now. Because Sancho is... <laughs> He's yeah. training, bro. He's, he's in the hyperbolic. Like, bro, what's going on? Is he injured? He's like, training, what's going bro. on? He's training, bro. He's training, bro. What, what does that training. mean, bro? Don't like, all the players train? Nah, because like <laughs> during the World Cup, he was like in Netherlands doing some training with like uh, net, with Ten Hag's coaches. Yeah? And yeah, and, uh, he's like doing the same thing back at Carrington. And really? then, yeah, he's starting getting integrated back into the team. Yeah. Integrated back into the he team. He wasn't match fit, bro. Yeah. This guy was an outcast, bro. Like, yeah. Heck said, on? you got to trust the process. Yeah. And, and I trust that guy. They call him fat pretty much. Low key. But he's going to come back, he's going to cook, bro. But United yeah, have a maybe, lot of attacking options, man. They do, and yeah, I think it's it's good because we, uh, at the end of the day, United is a team that plays lots of football. You know, you're in all these competitions. We're in the finals of Carabao. We're going to be in the, the, the whatever round it is for FA. We're still fighting in uh, Europa League, right? So <laughs> we need the players, as many players as we can get. And one player gets injured. Luckily, we don't have that many injuries <laughs> as like Chelsea or other teams do. Oh, Chelsea! <laughs> but like, at least we have the players that are healthy. And then if we can rotate them, why not rotate them so we don't get those like overuse injuries? Yeah. Because then they we still came out of World Cup football. Like we're not this the season's still long. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then um, yeah, I just think Garnacho is great coming off the bench, and I like where I like where um Bruno also plays off the side a little bit. Where Ericsson is right behind, and then you have Fred and um, Casimiro playing in the midfield. Yeah, that's like one of the better lineups too. You think that's the best lineup for United? Yeah, yeah. Disagree. What do you think? Whitehorse. I, I am no. I am. I am never gonna. <laughs> oh, and Whitehorse comes in, man. That gets me nice up top. I will never agree to a lineup with Fred starting in my midfield. Jeez. No, no. I like the way they played, though. I think they needed him to play this game because if they didn't play him this game, then we would have lost the midfield yeah, easily. It was, it was specific for this game because, like, he has the legs. This guy had he, – he, he pocketed KDB in that first half. Like, I'll give him his flowers. He, he played amazing. But, like, 
it's game specific. He's yeah. not someone I'm gonna rely on game in game out. Yeah, because he does make a lot of mistakes and a lot of crucial ones. They're yeah. always crucial. It's not always. It's never a mistake when we're three goals up. Yeah, it's always when it's nil nil or one one. <laughs> so it's like no, nah. nah. I like I like where we're at with the uh, Ericsson, Casemiro, Bruno at ten, and then Anthony on the right. Okay. Rashford left, Martial up top. Yeah, I'll tell you are feeling. Huh? That's how I'm feeling. Should Martial like be like the main striker? Mm. I don't. I'm, I have no issues with Anthony. Yeah, Martial. I'm a big Martial fan. Yeah, we know that. Huge. Yeah, we know that. bro. He's good. Ballon d'Or He's never there. <laughs> he's good, but he hasn't shown us his quality in a long time. You get a one-two glimpse, but I, I it's just, like off and on. A lot. But I just don't know like what is the best of Martial. Like, what's the best Martial version of Martial? Is this the best we have right now? Is Love's this the on, best? Probably. No, but is this the best we have? Has right he now? had his peak yet? He's not fully fit. But like, if you're never fully fit, years, then bro. like, should you be playing it? Yeah, but like Rash, they came out saying like Rashford and Martial were playing injured under Ole last season. Was it last season? Rashford was like, playing injured. They said they were playing. They were his, playing injured, so like, he could be. You know, he could be still nursing an injury, could be still recovering. So I was like, I'll I'll give him his time because I have no issues with what he's done when he has played. When he beginning of the season, he was scoring, assisting almost every time he touched the field. He had a great half against City. I have no, I have no problems with him this year. I, he's good for link up. Yeah, very. In the link up play, I think he's good, and I think Weghorst will give him something different. Yeah, off the bench, and I think you know with him being Dutch, I think him and Ten Hag will have familiarity. Green links. Green links, you know, <laughs> similar understanding, and I think you know having that target in the box and someone who's been proven to to score goals. Yeah. You know, you saw him do it in the World Cup, too. Yeah. Like, you know, he can be like a pesky little guy, you know? Big goals, too. I didn't know who he was. Now I know exactly who he is. <laughs> He's a danger man. Be afraid, bro. <laughs> Bag horse, bro. <laughs> He's dangerous, right? So I think it'll give him something different and, and something different for defenders to think about. Because right now, if you're coming up against United, you're thinking, okay, I'm defending Martial. And then second half, I'm probably going to defend Rashford because Rashford's going to go up top. Yeah. But then if you throw a totally different profile in, it gives a defender something else to think about. Yeah, we don't have a player like Weghorst no. since leave, since Ronaldo leaving, obviously. Yeah. And I feel like every team does need a player like that, where like there's a fox in the box, yeah, and like there's something you can just kind of swing a ball into, yeah. or like again just hold the play, yeah. you know, lay off the pass to me, like, you know, let me show me some options, pull the defender away. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it's different because all you have up yeah. top is like uh, going forward is like young guys who are just running, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dribblers, skillers. Yeah. Yeah. Besides Martial. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was, it was a good result. And then you know, we're still fighting, man. We're in third. We're fourth. Yeah. Do you guys think they could uh, win the Prem United? No. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Because, <laughs> yo, we're in the same league, bro. <laughs> we're in the same league we're as you guys. Okay. <laughs> Come on. No. By how many points? Like, what, eight points? Well, like eight that? points clear of City. City. Some light, right? Yeah, bro. What are we behind City? We're like three or four. Or no, three. you're one. One, one point behind City. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that game was big. It was yeah. huge. Yeah. So right now, Arsenal sitting on 47. Man City on 39. Um, Newcastle and United are both on 38, but Newcastle have played one more game. Um, and then some other teams there. But, I mean, United is looking like they're in a good place, right? Because if they win that game in hand, then they're up 41 points. And this weekend is going to be huge, Massive. right? Arsenal versus United. Where are they playing in? Um, they're playing in Emirates? Playing at the Emirates, I think. If Arsenal win that game, they're up at 50 points. From 19 games, just solid. But if United go ahead and win that game, then all of a sudden they're on 41 points. City might be on 42 points. And then all of a sudden now the title race is looking a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I, I want that United win. Obviously for United, but like it make it a little more interesting. No, I need that. I, we need that win. 
I think Arsenal need it more than anyone. Yeah, we yeah, do need that do. <laughs> if, if Arsenal lose this weekend, then they're like shaking in their boots a little bit. Yeah, because if, yeah. if they lose to United, it's going to be tough. And they also have City to play twice, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, like, tough, that's like nine yeah. points yeah. right there. Yeah, it is. I think if they lose this game, they're not going to win the league. It's, it's literally like the turning point of the league right yeah. here. I wouldn't say that game was going to make us lose the league, but like it's going to like shake us. Yeah, hard, it might bro. shake up the momentum. Yeah. It's going to be the turning point. If they if they lose this game and they go on to lose the league, this is going to be the game that kind of yeah. switched everything for them. But if yeah. they win this game, then it just shows that they're serious, that, yeah. right? Well, at the same time, they lost against us, and look at them now. Yeah. We're the only team that beat them. So surprisingly, they're still... Uh, That's what I'm saying. We're going to win the league, but... Like it's not it's gonna shake us, but like I still think we're gonna win the league if we lose. To but, these guys. but the thing is, they didn't lose to us and then have to play City soon. You know, mm. that is true. Oh, one of the facing City a couple days after, a couple of games after. Uh, not too sure. I can't wait for that game, man. <laughs> That's gonna be football, bro. Jeez, Arsenal versus City. Yeah, but uh, before we move on to, to that, uh, you guys see what Bruno said after the game. So basically, he's like, "I said it before the game to the team. We look like a team now." few months ago you could sometimes see a team sometimes one of us looking for ourselves now you see a proper team what do you guys think about that statement uh, i feel like don't read into it too much man no don't read into it too much. you think he's, he's firing shots at someone i don't think so at all no what i don't think so at all really because it could be any of them he could literally be just talking one of us it's like i don't know bro it's, it's kind of like not to put blame on anyone and be like yo any it could have been either of us it could have been any of us any one of us on this team being selfish you know yeah. it's just because like the whole ronaldo did the interview and he's gone on the team it's like the narrative that oh yeah it's definitely talking about ronaldo but i don't think so i well, hope not at least i don't know man he's throwing out some hints there bro i don't know it could be it definitely i think so but same time like like what would man you gain from that like what does bruno gain from that though you know why what did Ronaldo just... gain from doing the Piers Morgan interview? Hey, he got out. He, got... <laughs> <laughs> he got paid, man. Yeah, yeah I guess. But at what cost? He kind of diminished his image a little bit with yeah, that. A lot. Yeah, but I agree with that statement though. Like Manu, before you saw like a lot of people trying to pay like by themselves. Yeah, Bruno included, bro. Yeah, you Bruno's just like, straight hero ball. Like I, said, yeah. I feel like he's one of the main culprits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like Ronaldo wasn't really playing for United this season so it's like you can't really use it as an excuse most of the time he was coming off the bench yeah that's yeah. true so it's like you can't really use it as an excuse to why you weren't playing as a team because if that's the case then like why why were you not playing like a team until for the rest of the game like Ronaldo's coming on let's say minute 70 yeah. yeah for 70 minutes why were you not playing like a team yeah that's true yeah. it would be different if Ronaldo was starting every game and playing a full 90 then maybe you can use it as a crutch mm-hmm. he said a few months ago though a few months ago Ronaldo hasn't really been starting like all season has he like I can't really remember a time like other than maybe like beginning of the season where Ronaldo was maybe starting every game. Mm. I I don't really see him starting many games. No, he wasn't. This season. Even in the beginning of the season, that was the issue. People yeah. Like, why isn't Ronaldo playing? Yeah. He didn't want to come off the bench. Mm-hmm. He just had a lot of issues with Manu at that time too. I don't know. Basically, I see Bruno saying like, "I used to pray for times like this." You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was the Manchester Derby. 2-1 for Manchester United, moving into, what, fourth place in the table? Mm-hmm. Tied with Liber- or, uh, tied with Newcastle, point behind City. Mm-hmm. Another derby we had over the weekend. Cheeky North London derby. They know it is. Arsenal, the London Arsenal versus Spurs. <laughs> Damn, bro. Talk to me about the result, bro. 2-0. 2-0. Yeah. 
Soon no, dominant was, display, right? I, exactly. Like it was dominant. Like I did not like expect us to lose at all. Like I was not scared because like Tottenham cannot play football properly. Jeez. Like you can see, like when Arsenal plays, like like plays compared to Tottenham. Yeah, we're at a higher like standard. Mm-hmm. Tottenham has no build up at all, and we have like we have everything build up, and like we like we have like strikers are actually like finishing now. Mm-hmm. Bro, so I wasn't really like scared. When was the last time you can talk about Arsenal like this? It's been a minute, bro. That's why I'm so gas, man. Like the fact that we're first place by these amount of points is crazy right now. Because yeah, like a couple of years ago, like I would not see it. Like I would not be like as giddy as I am right now. Like every Arsenal game, like a couple of years ago, I'm like, okay, yeah. Draw <laughs> I ain't watching, bro. Screw that. Draw our loss. Like you know, it's, it's just like the same old story. But now, like we're actually like looking nice, looking nice. Like, yeah, this way, that derby was washed. Bro. It was like no, like. It was bro, it was a good game, but like it was not like a hard like a tough tough game. Nah, bro. Nah. Like the only like teams like I'm really like scared of playing, it, I'd say like Man City, Man U. That's really it. That I'm That's scared it? of. That's it. That I'm scared of. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that game was fire. But Zinchenko, when we like first like signed him. Yeah, when we first signed him, like I was like, yo, who is this guy? Yeah. Like, Zinchenko, like he really played on Man City, but when I see him play on Arsenal, I'm like, God. Damn, nice, bro. This guy is neat, bro. Mm-hmm. He plays at his own like tempo too. Like he slows down the play, like a lot. Like like we have like a lot of like, like young players who so, like to try like eager like pace it, pace yeah. it. When he gets the ball, calm, calms it down, and then bro. he plays. Like that's what you need. Mm-hmm. You can't always be rushing. You have to like stop, figure out stuff, and then go. I'm saying so. Like I like that about Zinchenko. He adds that to the play. Five. I think one of our best left backs so far. Even back. Tierney, <laughs> even like Tierney's like decent too, but like yeah. he was injured and then they they bought Zinchenko. Zinchenko's yeah. been doing the doing his thing, right? Yeah, so technical Zinchenko. Tierney does not have like the same technical ability, no, no, but no. when it comes to defense and like closing out the game, like I'll put Tierney there. Like he's sick for that, but yeah, they're two different players. But bro, bro, man, like Odegaard, cooking. I love bro. the way he plays, man. Those so little cheeky good, passes, bro. everything. So bro. silky with it. Yeah, even like his finishes aren't like. Two outstanding, like it's nice, nice placement. Yeah, like the goal he scored, bro, like far out, twenty something yards, but like placed into the bottom right, bro. The goal you like, he couldn't touch <laughs> it, bro. He couldn't reach it, bro. Just keep watching it going. Yeah, bro. no, it was it was clear. I love Ordo guy as a player, man. Adding, so much creativity to that guy, and he's adding goals to his game. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's the big factor. That's crazy yeah. too, that's the bro. Huge thing. Everyone knew he's like, you know, what the thing is, everyone when they when they signed him, they're like, oh, that's Ozo. That's it's like an Ozo yeah, yeah, yeah. type player, but like. They're different, but similar, I guess. A little just, bit. Yeah, just creativity and just like picking like eye of the needle passes type mm-hmm. things. But then now he's scoring goals too. Yeah, bro. He's adding that yeah, to his different. locker. It's different. It's looking scary and nice. He's like the only like wonder kid that actually came out and became like talent. And people would have One of, a lot. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, this guy's wonder kid, wonder kid this, wonder kid that. Mm-hmm. Like back in Real Madrid days, and then he got his like loan out to here, there, yeah. there. He took his time, but he came good. Yeah. Cause I remember him and Halilovic, they're both coming up at like kind of the same time. Yeah, but like Odegaard just like jumped up to the next level, and Halilovic, I don't know where this guy is now. You know what I mean? I couldn't tell you. I know last time, last I checked, he was playing like maybe in the Netherlands, but that was like a few seasons ago. Yeah. Do you think Odegaard is the best player in the Prem? Best midfielder in the Prem? Nope. <laughs> I see he's top like top five. Top five and best mid. Put him number four three. Four three. Yeah. yeah. Who's top then? Yeah, I don't like the Bruyne, bro, but, like, this guy is just dirty, fam. Like, yeah, bro. Like, his passes are just pinpoint, and, like, just creates a lot of, like, opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, like, a lot of, like, City's goal comes from his assists, you know? So, like, I have to give him, like, a lot from that. Okay, okay. I gotta Bruyne's give him his respect. 
Yeah, the boys number one. Number <laughs> two. God damn, bro. I'm not. Nah, actually, I'm gonna put Odegaard there. Yeah, Odegaard number two. Put, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Bruno under Odegaard. Mm. Oh, that didn't even, say the, <laughs> didn't even say the best midfielder at United. Ooh. What Casemiro doesn't play football? Nah, but he's a C. Those are different players, bro. Are we are we counting CDMs? Like, a midfielder, bro. Midfielder. He's uh, in there, though. Yeah, he he's is in, in there. there. He is doing his thing too. So okay, Casemiro, then Fernandez, <laughs> <laughs> then Bruno, then Bruno. Yeah, that's my top four. What do you think, JP? You think uh, Casemiro best Yo, best, mid- Casemiro, best midfielder in the league? If he's not the best, he's the most influential for his team. Yeah, Loki. Was his signing to Man U the better signing than Haaland to City? That's tough because they bring like different elements to the game. Like with Casemiro, like you have that midfielder like who does it all, just solidifies from the back. Could also like make that pinpoint pass. Sometimes gets a goal too, but Haaland's just like a difference maker up front, man. But more in the aspect of like United needed Casemiro, City didn't really need Haaland to get the results. And the thing is like Haaland isn't the same player that he played as when he was in Dortmund. He's being utilized differently. Yeah, he's not a player you kind of build up play with. He's not a player you kind of like. I don't know one two. You slay him off, kind of play there. Nowadays, like you're looking for the guy to like put him in a pass in, like the Bruyne is, and there's times where he does score those goals, but maybe they're not using him right. Well, he's scoring the goals, yeah, he but is. he's not being played like where he we saw him play at Dortmund. And again, is. I'm not saying many players will kind of score the goals that he scores, but put someone else up top, maybe they'll score the same chances like Alvarez. You probably get a couple goals in there. It's mm-hmm. tough because people were saying before, like, oh, what if City played with an actual nine? Not just like false nines like Gabriel Jesus, like Foden, whatever. Like with an actual proper nine. And that's what City have now, and it's working for them. Haaland has, what, 21 goals in the league? Yeah, but yeah. He, he's, he's stat padding his goals for sure. He's scoring two, three goals every game or other game. That's but that's still mad. They're not in first place. Arsenal in first place. You, surprisingly, United right behind, right behind them. Like they're not like destroying the teams right now. They're not above the league by like ten points as they used to or like last season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did they really need Haaland to really be like successful? And who knows? Maybe if Haaland wasn't on the team, maybe they were be in first place. Maybe they would yeah. try to play differently than to just look for Haaland. Because even a game against United, like they were looking for him hard, and we kind of did like shut him down a little bit. He has one or two chances here and there. And then look who got their goal, Grealish, right? And the way that Casemiro was able to, like, kind of clean up the spots where we were missing, even compared to last season, the defensive midfield was poor. Mm. We always needed a midfielder. Yeah. Because McTominay wasn't the guy. Nick Fred wasn't it. No, so bro, we, needed, nightmare. we needed something to kind of, like, fix that. Because if our midfield is poor, then our defenders are looking bad. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is, even Maguire not playing now, I guess it's still good. But who knows? Does Maguire still making the same mistakes as he's making if he's Casemiro's playing with him? But obviously he's not having the minutes on it because we have Martinez and Veran yeah, and Shaw now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was the biggest. That was the biggest part of our team. And I don't think even getting Anthony, whoever it was, we also signed this season. Like I think Casemiro was like the player we needed, even with or without Anthony or without Martinez or without whoever else we got Malasia. But Casemiro was like the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah, you can make the argument that Casemiro is better just because, like, league positions where Manu was, like, last year, you can take where Manu was in the first two games of the season. Remember, yeah. we got 4 0 Brentford, we yeah, lost to Brighton. True. It was looking it was looking grim, right? And then Casemiro comes in, and when we start beating top six teams, it's fair, start beating everybody. So it's like he, he kind of changed how Manu played in general, right? Where 
Holland just tapped the ball in <laughs> 21 mm-hmm. times. But yeah. I could say Casemiro could be better, but I still think Holland might have been like the best signing for any Prem team this year. Yeah. Because he came at what, like 65 million euros, something like that? 75 million? Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. still so young, too. And like, bro, the amount of goals he's been scoring is mad. Like, he could definitely break the Prem record for most goals in the league. Easily. I swear yeah, he was cheaper well, than Grealish, no? Yeah. yeah. That's so surprising. <laughs> like, honestly. But now, nah, about Casemiro, bro, imagine Pogba stayed. Because Casemiro is that midfielder that, like, United fans were talking about, like, oh, we need someone to unlock Lock. Pogba, bro. And <laughs> Casemiro is that guy, bro. Yeah, he is. Just imagine he stayed. Like, I, I thought he was going to, I genuinely, I didn't see him going. Like, I thought he was going to at least stay until like Ten Hag came in and like maybe had like a discussion or talk with him or something yeah. before ended up but before he moved on. Because look who he was under when he was at Man U. I mean he was he had a good gaff with like Mourinho but they didn't get along. Yeah. Right? And then everybody else was pretty mid for United. And then now we have Eric who has like there's a way he wants to play. You know, you can tell he's signing people specific to what he needs. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you pr- probably could have gotten the best out of Pogba. So maybe. like it hurt to see him go like a lot and like I can only like I just guess imagine. we'll never know bro <laughs> like seeing Juve Pogba United would have been crazy or France Pogba too France Pogba mm. <laughs> that'd been different but yeah back to Arsenal uh, Spurs okay. bro like Arsenal were just dominating that game bro like, it was so like fun to watch bro and like bro even Partey has been having like an underrated he season, has bro, bro. he has like, I think he's like top 5 mm mids in the prem yeah i think he's got to be up there the way he's been playing bro top five of them i say top 10. (laughs) 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 he's been solid solid, though he is compared to like the last he's been adding goals to his game too yeah he had that one volley in the game too (laughs) when Mm -hmm. it came to imagine that went in (laughs) (laughs) but now every team needs their six man You know, you can see like City of have Rodri, mm-hmm. right? You have Arsenal have Thomas. Yeah. United now. Luckily they have Casemiro. But you see all these teams that are having a lot of success, you need that six. And now you're seeing teams like Chelsea, for example, struggling. Mm-hmm. They don't really have that out and out six anymore. Yeah. Liverpool struggling now. They don't really have that guy who's in form. Like Fabinho used to be that guy. Yeah. But he's kind of fallen off. And yeah. you've, you've seen how much like just that one player falling off form. No matter how many attackers you sign, it's not going to help the build of, the build of the team, right? Mm-hmm. You guys think it's like the most important position in football? It's got to be up there, bro. If you're a possession-based team, yeah. Because yeah. then you can just sit two lines of four, you know, and just counter. But like if you want to keep the ball, 100%, you can't do that without a good six. So yeah. if you want to be like a proper elite team. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. It does make sense. I mean, these days, inverted fullback is up there now, too. But yeah, yeah, six got to be up there. But yeah, for Arsenal, man, like, I saw a lot of Arsenal fans, like, stressing when Gabriel Jesus got injured. Mm. Like, and Ketty had to make that step up, but... I don't know, they've been doing good, like, without him, though. Yeah, like, like, I like Nketi, like, he's not a bad player. He has talent, but he just needs to add, like, a bit more goals to his talent. Yeah. Every time he comes on, he does his thing, but we just need that extra bit from him. That's all. Like, that's all. Like, that's my only issue with Nketi. He's still a good player. That's good. I'm getting his back, my jersey. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Damn, Before Gabby Jesus, 
Bro, you should get Ramsdale, bro, because Ramsdale had a magical yeah, yo, the saves saber. he was making, bro. I was like, yo, there's no way, bro. He, he, he's one of the best goalies in the Premier League, besides being like the best English keeper. Yeah. Because I would say Premier League, him, De Gea has a good shot this season. He has good opportunities. Ederson, yeah. As much as he doesn't really get that many shots at going forward, like he has his times here and there. Allison, I can't really say much this season because like their team is just so poor. I don't know if yeah. it's really it's not really him, but he's not really stopping those opportunities. But I don't know, like he's really he's Ramsdale's really stepped like surprised a lot of people. Like surprised me. I know he had a good season at uh, Sheffield, Sheffield, Sheffield. Yeah. So um, no, especially this game, disgusting. Yeah, yeah he was solid keeper. And then he got kicked in the by a fan at the end of the game. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? And the guy the just walked away. The guy, no one like grabbed yeah, him. Yeah. Like, yeah, this guy got away with murder. Yeah. Security just watched Talk him no leave. Fans, <laughs> they got away with murder, <laughs> bro. Like, and surprisingly, like there's fans like that supporting Tottenham like that. Mm. I was like, damn, like you're like you're down bad if you're supporting a team that has nothing for you. <laughs> like, it is what it is, I guess, bro. <laughs> we'll be sat in the corner. Don't bring it on us, bro. Don't be go kicking us, bro. Come on now. But yeah, this Arsenal side. Do you think they have what it takes to win the league, bro? Yes. 1,000. Before, the last time I came here, I wasn't so sure. Yeah. <laughs> but like, now I'm confident. Now you're confident? Bro. I'm going to see my full chest. We're winning the league, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're winning the Stamp league, it, man. Stamp it, bro. Stamp it. <laughs> Clip that. Yo, I'm going to be here when we hold the trophy, okay? I'm going to come back when we win the league. Because it's tough, man. Like, Arsenal fans have been through, like, a lot, a lot oh, of pain, man. bro. Like, a lot of banter era. Like, yeah, they had mans bro. like Squalachi, like, Frimpong, <laughs> Shamak, Bentner. Like, who are these guys, man? Bruh, a lot of, like... Now Arsenal like, got, like, a good, like, young, talented side. Like, they're yeah. doing their thing, bro. Like, it's good to see, man. Do you think this... Like, is this the best Arsenal team you've seen? Okay, well, not, like, the Army era, because that's different, but, like... The last couple of years, yes, 110%. Yeah. Even, like, the way you play football is, is, like, way better. We always play nice football, but now, I love it. Yeah. I love the way we play. You think this is the best team post-Henri era? Yes. Yeah? Yes. No Cazorla, Ozil. Okay, yeah. There, that was a nice era, but... Obama Yang? Yeah, but... You guys won Europa Sanchez. League. Yeah, we did win Europa League, but... What have you guys won under Arteta? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we won a couple that time. Like community shield. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're about to win the league too. Jeez. And we weren't this like contender like ish before. Nah. Except for when Sanchez was playing. I think we came second when Sanchez was playing. But yeah, but now like bro, we're first. Now you guys are winning we're, the like, league. A nice comfy not comfy, but like a nice amount of points ahead of like the second place. Mm -hmm. That's huge, bro. You don't see that from Arsenal, like ever. <laughs> Arteta's been cooking, bro. I don't think you've seen that from Arsenal. I haven't. No. <laughs> It's crazy because the board, like, they've, like, trusted Arteta because, yeah. like, he's been there, like, what, how many seasons? Like, what, four, three, something yeah, like that? like, four or three. Not too oh. long. And, like, the first one, like, the first, like, season and a half was, like, a little iffy and, like, Arsenal yeah. fans were kind of calling for Arteta to be sacked. But yeah. the board have trust, kind of gave him some money, gave him some players. You know, he's been doing his thing, right? Yeah. He made a couple of signings that, like, actually boosted our play, especially this season. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Zinchenko was huge. Legit, our best left back ever. Like, ever yeah, bro like Kalashinach who is that guy <laughs> come on like Montreal I guess like Montreal he, he could have Jay like, said he was a prime Montreal bro I, he could have been day. like I thought he was like I thought he was gonna play like Zinchenko is even though I didn't know how Zinchenko was gonna play I thought Montreal since like he came from like the Spanish league yeah. was gonna play like how Zinchenko is okay. but he wasn't that guy you know what I'm saying yeah 
Boy, I like who? Like fucking Gibbs. I'm gonna say Gibbs. Gibbs, bro. Come on. Barca some players, bro. Yeah, like Tavares, bro. Like he has like feet and everything, but he doesn't have the football. Like yeah, yeah. That's all he's missing, bro. Dench like Frimpong, man. <laughs> Yo, we actually had a lot of memes. Actually, uh, I don't Lord Bender, like, like this, come bro. on, bro. Arsenal are <laughs> laughing stuff. <Yeah. laughs> bro, I swear, this compilations of Arsenal just like just getting rough. Right, bro. It's horrible, man. <laughs> horrible. But yeah, now we're back, and now I can like be comfy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying now you can wear your jersey outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Arsenal were supposed to make a cheeky signing just a few days ago. Oh, They're looking to sign Mudrik from Shakhtar for like what, 90, 95 million euros they offered. Mm. And then Chelsea swooped in. They're like, nah, we got it. 100 mil, bro. 70 plus 30 in add ons or something. Bro. You think that's a loss on Arsenal's spot or not? To be honest, like him, like he is like a good player, but I don't think it's a big loss for us. Yeah. Not, not a big that's player. a lot of money, bro. Yeah, it is. And I feel like there'd be like a lot of competition, especially for that left side. Like Marcinelli, like he's doing his thing, and I didn't want to like I don't want him to stop like playing. I want to see him like keep on develop. Playing. Yeah, develop. That's like he has potential, man. Yeah, he has the Brazilian blood too. Jeez. I'm trying to see him like <laughs> add some more tech. To, if he adds more tech, I feel yeah. like he'd be a lethal left wing. Man. He's like pure like pace and power, bro. Yeah, yeah but just he's like so runs, direct, just runs straight, and, like cuts yeah. in and whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like if he plays more games and gets more tech, he probably easy. But you see, they signed that guy from hashtag United Arsenal to be uh, one of their coaches, Tecker's guru. Yeah, did you guys see that? No, I didn't see they that. They signed him to be that. like their Tecker's coach. No way, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, I see it, bro. Yeah, that's neat. what their Tecker's the Tecker's guru. He's gonna no be the, the Tecker's coach now. Oh, sick. I didn't even know about this guy. What does he do? <laughs> He's teaching them the Tecker's, bro. Yeah, like, so sure. now you're gonna see the wingers going crazy. Oh, bro. Yeah. like Saka, too, man. Like, he has a little be going bit of crazy, fame, bro. He needs to know how to do that at the right time. Bro. <laughs> nice. Because uh, you, you, you need your players to have Tecker's. Yeah. yeah. You do. But the reason, one -on the reason I heard why, like, Arsenal kind of like withdrawed out of that bid for Mudrik was because they're looking to spend big in the summer. There are rumors about them possibly getting Leal. Imagine that. That'd be crazy. Leal would probably go for that same price, and he's a way better, more established player. Yeah. yeah. Like, why not? Because to me, like, I see Leal as like like a Henry Regen. Like they like they play kind of similar. They have like a similar kind of build. Like Leal's a talent though. Like you gotta invest in him. And for ninety, like we were playing say Arsenal ninety mil. Yeah. yeah. 90 mil for a player like that, I don't even think that's worth it. Nah. And for Chelsea to go and drop that much on him, yeah. like no wonder, Shakhtar, no wonder Shakhtar giving away 20 mil to their people because like even Shakhtar is like, okay, like we're, we, yeah, we got a lot more yeah. than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> we thought we were going to get away. Like we got more than we thought. So like, yeah. you know, give away some of what we extra that we, you know, like that's yeah. crazy. That's like, but good for them though. They're giving that, they're that like donation that they're giving away. But no, that I don't know if that player, I think, I think it's going to be a bust. That price tag is crazy, man. I think it's gonna be a bust because, like, maybe he does well, but for you to go for that much and not perform, like, like do something to, like, you know, bring something different to the team, yeah. then what are you for? Hundred million, and I don't know if he's gonna even like be like a quality player for Chelsea, yeah. for Chelsea specifically because they don't play with wingers; they play with left mids, right mids, you know, wing backs, like full of that back attacking, you know, like so. I don't know if that's the right signing for Chelsea or even for his this guy's career, to be honest. And, and I, even for this player to come out be like, yo, I was 100 million. Yeah. I have to show it. But he's an Arsenal fan, too. He was... Bro, man, was twerking to join yeah. Arsenal, yeah. bro. 
see all like all the the IG stories yeah. and stuff like that. Apparently, he was following like girls in London already, bro. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Man. Like, he's, he's ready, ready to go, bro. But now I've seen Arsenal being linked now with Diaby. Oh, said Diaby from from Leverkusen. I pulled this up on Twitter right now. If, Actually, he'd be interesting. If you're if you're looking yeah. at like the stats here, career goals: Mudrik twelve, Diaby forty seven. Assists: Mudrik fourteen, Diaby forty eight. Top speed is both the same, both thirty six kilometers an hour. Age: Mudrik twenty two, Diaby twenty three. And then seasons in top five leagues: Mudrik zero, Diaby six. Wow. Wait, what was their age difference? One, One year. year. Oh, Jeez. That Diaby was older. Yo, come here, Diaby, friend. <laughs> so I think <laughs> low key, like, <laughs> would suit the that like French, you know, English, like. Yeah. It might be a Arsenal, blessing in disguise, like, low key. If be. if you know you can reinvest that money into someone like Diaby, who realistically is probably a more proven player, yeah. and you know maybe suits there's the Premier League a little bit a more. A lot more proven players for that price tag. It's a lot of money yeah, in that's the a top. Lot of in the money, already man. already in the top five leagues. Yeah. Like, come on, how long is that even worth ninety mil, bro? Like. They didn't get it for 190 mil. That's a big price tag for fucking for that guy. Yeah, it's mad. No, I was thinking, who's like, like these days now, like they're crazy money signings. Who's one like huge one, like other than Neymar, that worked? Because who went for a lot recently? Like Sancho went for a lot. Kind of Mbappe. 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 Anthony was decent. Anthony. Anthony, like 100 mil. Grealish. Grealish too, yeah. Like Pepe was like 72. Yeah, bro. Like Maguire at 80. Yeah, like none of these players like really worked out if you think about it, right? What do you think about Dembele? Dembele? I mean, he started performing like the past season, season and a half, but that price tag still, man. Like he's been at Barca for like four or five seasons now. It's a hefty price tag. He's only like now, like recently kind of started performing. I don't know. Like he's still got, he's still young, kind of. He's like 26, 25. Thing, you're paying, you're paying. I'm not sure how much this guy's salary is. This guy's salary is gonna be ridiculous too. I think he's gonna be like 200. Yeah, 200k a week. A Arsenal week. were offering like 40k a week, 35k a week, <laughs> which bro, was already so 10 times insane, what he was making bro. at Shakhtar. Yeah. So like for a player like this to come and start getting paid that much money, just to see, it, hopefully he develops in four or five years. And his contract's what? How many long is his contract? Like he's got the supermax, bro. He got the supermax, yeah. Manslaughter charge, bro. You have years. He's in a super long contract, so like. For you to go start paying some kid off 200k off the bat, yeah, and for crazy. him to start stepping up maybe like in four or five years and maybe start getting some loan out, like, dude, this like, no, there's no way they're gonna loan him out. No, you can't can. spend you can. that you much can. money, you Chelsea, bro. You never know. You never know, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're spending this much money weekly on like this guy's salary, and then for him to maybe step it up maybe in four or five years from now when he's like a good quality talent, mm. but is it worth paying that much to just hopefully that he becomes something? Or not by someone that's who's established, already has it, like, going on, like, you know, can come and, like, change things quick. Because I don't even, I think Chelsea need, like, stuff now. They can't be investing into the future that much, really. They need to fix up now. And it's kind of invest in, the, in your future at this pri- high price point. Because if you're looking for the future, okay, like, get players who are, like, hey, you have a good eye, yeah. a little bit cheaper, maybe start playing the U20, whatever, for now. And then when they're established in four or five years... Raise their contract or salary up a little bit, but like they're established players. Yeah, is this guy the established player that Chelsea needs right now, and to be paying for that much money? Yeah. yeah. Like the crazy thing is when they signed Nkunku for less money than Mudrik, I was like, okay, that's good business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they did well. You know, expiring contract. They got a player who you know did his thing in Champions League, did his thing against Premier League teams, like hat tricks against Man City in the Champions League. You know, he would have been in that France squad if he didn't get injured. Yeah. I was like, okay, fair. You know, you guys are doing some good business. Mm-hmm. But now it's like you just throw that all away to sign a winger 
when you don't really even play with wingers. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like, who's, like, in charge of scouting? Is Todd Bowley doing the work, bro? I don't understand. Bro. Like, Todd Bowley must have been, like, scrolling through Twitter and, like, seeing, like, who's trending? Mudrick trending, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yo, like, seeing, like, Arsenal talking about them. He's like, nah, I want that, bro. <laughs> like, They're all these make- interactions, bro. Because, you know, yeah. Americans, they love the entertainment. Bro. Yeah. They're making their signings off of, like, other teams, like, suggest, like, yeah, like, interests. Like Joe Felix, like that signing, like that loan, whatever it is, bro. Like, so dumb. I, don't, I don't get it, bro. So dumb. Why? And they're paying it's his paid. whole like contract. It's like, dumb. First of all, because the money that they're spending on him as yeah. a loan player, eleven and, but mil. He, but but he is a player that can change things. Yeah, yeah because bro. he's central. He's a little bit more creative up top. Yeah. It's not just Havertz alone currently doing things going forward. Mason Mount hasn't really like. He's just a basic English player to me. Like, yeah. he's not like, he doesn't surprise me. <laughs> he's wonderbred, bro. He has like, he just like stale. Like, okay, he's young. Like he's English. Okay. But that's, that's all he is. Like, I don't see like this quality that Chelsea, all oh, these guys are next star. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Harris is way above him. Yeah. And I think draw Felix is really in the first game that they had this season against Newcastle yeah. or for or Fulham. Sorry. He's shown that he's a better asset for Chelsea than Mount has done all season. Mm. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's unfortunate he got a red card. And like, it is kind of ridiculous how his like the deal is going on. But Felix, who is, I guess, more established player, he's a player who you kind of like throw the bag for. Cause he like, yeah, but for six months. And for six months. Yeah. And he signed an extension. Yeah. And the extension is even yeah. crazy. I think, I think they're going to try buying him, but that's, that's another huge price tag. Who knows what's going to go with that? They got them. They got the band. <laughs> they're so, clearly showing it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't yeah. I don't know if Chelsea are going to really do much this season. I don't even think they're not going to pay Europa League. Well, I think right now they're ninth, 10th in the yeah. league. Tenth, yeah, tenth right next to Liverpool and who are ninth, I think. So they're definitely gonna have to try to turn it around in the league, right? They're still in Champions League. Are they still in any other cups, or have they gotten knocked out of all the cups now? Uh, I think they're out. Yeah, I think they are. They got knocked out of uh, EFL with uh, by City as well, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. This Chelsea team's in shambles. Do you think like this Mudrik transfer, like kind of like with how Neymar happens, gonna like inflate transfers even more? But like I heard, like the the Mudrik signing, like how much you were asking for, came off of Anthony Anthony's price tag. Yeah. Like what I was, what I saw was like, uh, because like Arsenal offered like a lot less than what they initially offered, right? And then they're like, if Anthony can go for a hundred mil, we think Mudrik's better, so we want more money. Damn. So that's already paying. That's already like in people's minds that Anthony went for a hundred. Yeah, because he came from a different, a top outside of the top five league as well, right? So then this yeah. probably is going to add to it. Yeah, what you said, twelve goals in the, like the Ukrainian league. I think so. Yeah, was that in, like one season or just like career? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's so tough. It has yeah. to because then there's more established players who can make the argument that hey, I'm worth a lot more. Yeah. And like, man, these prem teams are just throwing money around like it's nobody's business. Like. Lead signed Giorgino Ruder from Hoffenheim for like 40 million pounds. <laughs> People probably don't even know who that is. No, I, I don't. don't. Right? <laughs> Brentford, too, signed Kevin Schade from Freiburg. Mm. Probably don't even know who that is. Like 30 million. Damn. And he wasn't even a regular starter for Freiburg. But they're just throwing money at players and, and hoping it works. Mm. And like, it's crazy the imbalance in funds that the Premier League has Compared versus everyone else. Everyone yeah. else. And I think. You know, maybe the Super League isn't such a bad thing. Nah, you got to inject money into other leagues too. Like, bring it back? Yeah, might as well. I don't see why not. Yeah. Because Prem, with the way it's working right now, like 
everyone's going to want to play there anyways because of how much money is in there and how much money they're going to make. You think it's going to like make other leagues obsolete? I don't know if it'll make other leagues obsolete necessarily, but I think it's just going to be a lot harder for these other teams to retain talent. Like obviously they're going to be those teams that, you know, they scout well, they have good talent ID. They're always going to be able to field a, a solid team, but it's going to get to a point where it's like these Premier League teams like that are finishing mid table are going to be able to double contract. So let's say Bayern is offering their players just because they have more funds. And, you know, eventually, you know, the Prem teams are going to be dumping money because at the end of the day, like the Prem teams are buying these players from somewhere else. So there's still going to be an injection of funds indirectly into other leagues. Right, because let's say if you know these prem teams are buying from the Bundesliga, and now all of a sudden these Bundesliga teams from before they weren't making a lot of money through transfers, but now all of a sudden they're making forty million for a bench player, they're making thirty-five million for a reserve player. Then all of a sudden now they have an injection of funds, and if they use that wisely, they can you know maybe build up their their bank, you know, have more money that they can invest in wages and players, and maybe make themselves more competitive. So in a way, there is an indirect injection of funds into other leagues, but mm-hmm. you know. It's only if you have a good talent. Because if you're a team that doesn't produce a good talent, doesn't sell them, then you're going to be you know, stuck behind the eight ball. It almost forces you as a team from a smaller league to sell your talent just to be able to keep up in the long run. It's going to be a cycle. It's right. going to go back around where now Premier League teams are going to start to sell players because their funding is not going to be able to support. And then other leagues are going to start building more. Maybe the French leagues are going to start building more. It's just that I think the Premier League also sells itself a little bit more where these investors can buy these teams and be like, I want to buy Chelsea. I want to buy whoever it is and invest my money into this team because Chelsea is a big team, but it's more like, why isn't the, why doesn't the French league promote, you know, a little bit more so they can get a big investor and buy out Leo, buy out Leon. Cause it was just PSG right now. Right. Get some big investors to invest in the PSG league in the, in the French league and Liga. get some big investors to invest in um, La Liga or in Bundesliga. And then those teams can start getting bigger players. And it, it might happen where, you know, someone wants to just invest in the French league now because, you know, Premier League is so saturated, you can't really buy anything or any, anyone from there. Mm. Let's invest somewhere else. That's true. I and mean. it's just at this point, you just got to make the league grow stronger. You got the fan base to keep going. And then that's how you make your investment, your money. And then at the end of the day, like if you start selling players to these leagues, end of the day, like you're still making money. Yeah. And what, who's the last team that won the Champions League? You know, Premier League was Chelsea a couple years ago. And it's not like they're dominating football the English League nah, either. Yeah. They're getting the, some of the best players, but they're still going through. At the day, football is 11 guys. Yeah. You get a one quality player who's worth 100 million, the rest of your team is skeef. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> or you don't have the right manager to coach those players. Yeah. You know, it's like they're not lining everything up well. They're just throwing money at things and hoping it fixes everything. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they know that players makes the money. Mm. You know what I mean? It sells tickets, it sells yeah. jerseys, it sells marketing rates, it sells everything. And especially in England, like they live off football, like it's their like yeah. bread and breakfast. Yeah. So like whatever player is being brought into that city, like that's the biggest thing. And at this point, Chelsea, like they're trying to bring everyone in because like first off, they're down bad. And then maybe they just need that like. Need something to keep the fans yeah. happy, keep yeah. the fans off their back. But it's like at the end of the day, it's like if I'm a fan, how many kits am I going to be buying? Yeah. Every week it's a new player. And at the same time, like it just, the English fans are just, they're disgusting too. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like, they're so like, they need, they need like, it's just their culture, right? Yeah. That's why they gamble. That's why they drink so much. Because they just always want like something different. It's like they're bored always. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm bored of this English team or this uh, Chelsea team. I need something new. I need a new signing. 
And then they don't start doing, oh, we need something different. We need something different. They do this shit one this weekend. Okay, so get rid of the, get sack, rid of the sack, sack the gaffer. Yeah. Get someone else. Like, they just, they don't know how, what it feels like to, like, you know, the process. Yeah, Take yeah, your time. Yeah, yeah. And, like, if they don't get their dopamine hit quick, then, like, fuck. Then they start attacking you. And, like, the head of the board is, like, now being threatened to be fired and shit. Like, that's why, I don't know, sometimes maybe investing in the Premier League, yeah, I'll give you some money here quickly. But then you're, like, investing in the long term. Like invest, maybe invest in French league where like, you know, like that's where the, some of the talent is coming from nowadays, the French league. So if you can develop players there, Southern Premier League, sure, whatever, but you're making bank and hopefully like, you know, get a better ROI. Yeah, I don't know. I think they have to like introduce some kind of like financial fair play kind of rule. But there is, isn't it. there? But like, it's not no, actually not being enforced. Bro, how are Chelsea spending 400 million in like six months, bro? I think it's like up to five now. Meanwhile, Barcelona's struggling out here, pulling levers just to register players. These levers, you have Sevilla man. selling off their best players just so they could register their players. Like, it's crazy. But it comes down to the league. And at the end of the day, like, yeah, the Premier League is so like top heavy that they can't control it because there's like, there's literally 10 teams who are fighting for like the top 10 always. And the league, like, they kind of have to keep it a little bit tougher for the top teams because the bottom teams is so bottom heavy mm. that, yeah, sure, if Barcelona spends $100 million on transfers one year, but then, like, some of these smaller teams only make, like, $10 million transfers, like, that can't compete ever. Mm. And the thing with when Premier League, like, you want a team to spend that much money because they know that Manchester, Manchester City, whoever else, even, like, the smaller teams now, they're spending a lot. Mm. So, at the end of the day, they can't really control because the whole league is doing it. If it's just like one or two teams who are like investing like crazy, then it's not fair to the smaller leagues. You have Nottingham Forest who made the, one of the top, like biggest signings, and they're like fighting for top three, bottom three. Sorry, like, yeah, I, th- I think <laughs> I saw too. Like even I saw on Twitter there was this graphic and it was showing like the teams that have kind of had the the biggest economic loss in terms of let's say transfers versus revenue, mm. and I think like maybe fifty percent, if not more, of the teams were prem teams. And like there was teams in there that would surprise. There's like a Fulham, a West Ham. Like it's not like it's just Man City, Man United, Chelsea, yeah. Liverpool spending a lot of money. It seems like Fulham that are throwing money around. It's teams like West Ham throwing a lot of money around and being in the relegation zone. It's like clearly money is not going to fix everything. And it, it's not even that the Prem is the Prem's a great league, but mm-hmm. the quality of the Prem isn't a lot better than the quality of every other league because if it was, they would be winning European trophies left, right, and center, but they're not, right? So I think it's it's interesting because, you know, these teams that are mid-table, bottom-table, they have more money to spend than winners of the Serie A, which is insane to think about because it's like you can go ahead and you can win your league, you can have the best season that your, your team has ever had, your fans will be celebrating, and then a team can finish 13th place in the Premier League and they'll get more of an injection that they can go buy players from, from Inter Milan. Yeah, it's insane. Like, I think the Premier is just like the, one of the most popular leagues. Yeah, it is. It's the most the popular rights. league in the world. Yeah. And it just, that's what it is. Like, like, a man like Michael B. Jordan bought a team on, in the yeah. Premier <laughs> Like, he invested. Like, I didn't even know that guy watched football. But the fact <laughs> that he, like, it, bro. exactly. <laughs> but, but the fact like he picked that team, he's not even like a top five team. What was it? Bournemouth. 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 Like, <laughs> I'm saying like it just shows like how like popular the league is like yeah they, like, they market it, themselves well exactly and like, that's the thing that, that maybe the other leagues need to focus on more is just marketing to like the year the American football yeah. scene you know and that's where you get more investors exactly. the Saudi Arabian leagues too like invest from there like that's the thing I just gonna, it's gonna take time yeah like English football is the biggest thing right now but mm-hmm. again they're not winning trophies left right and center either that's true 
And who cares if players go for this much money? Like, at the end of the day, like, Shaq Tardonesca is still uh, appreciating it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have the money, so, like, they're spending it. And the other team's benefiting from the money they're spending. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is what it is. It's crazy. <laughs> I heard, uh, apparently Qatar is looking to invest in Arsenal. Did you hear about that? Qatar's going to splash a big uh, investment into Arsenal? I don't mind that at all. I don't think we really need, like, a lot of money right now. Huh? We don't need, like, big, big-time transfers. Right now. We're still, like, I see in the building stage, or like we're not like complete, yeah, 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 not yet. You yeah. think there's like any like like key transfers and like certain positions that Arsenal need, or like not really? I mean, like Gab Jesus is nice, but we do need like a striker that scores more in those kind of chances. I was yeah. excited when Gab Jesus was there, like he's teching all that, yeah. yeah, he fits on Arsenal nice, but we just need like that striker that scores those crucial chances, like a proper nine, yeah, like a proper nine. That's the only thing I'd actually like ask for. Yeah. Mm. Who do you think that proper nine would be though? That's tough because like it's hard to find a proper nine. Like the proper nine nowadays, is, like Holland, Lewandowski. I think like Van Horst is a proper nine too. There's not too many like proper nines that are gonna be an upgrade in terms of like quality over Gabi Jesus that are just like floating around the market right now. Like there's a few, but they're already playing for top clubs. And it's going to be tough for, for Arsenal to come in and, and pry them away. So I think for them, it's like, you know, maybe finding that player that maybe hasn't taken that next step up, kind of integrating them into the team and hoping they make that jump and they have that potential to be, you know, like a superstar striker. Because nowadays, like, unless you have a lot of money to throw around, like, you can't just go to, you know, a team and just throw 30 million of them and hope you're going to get a world-class striker. Yeah, yeah. Especially strikers nowadays. As soon as you start, you, you start scoring 10 goals in the league, Price tags already triple digits yeah. nowadays. With social media, everyone gets hyped yeah. like crazy. You score one crazy goal, you do one little flick, hundred million price tag. Yeah. Set, and then the next thing you know, they're getting sold for seventy five million plus add ons. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. What? Even in the Premier League, you look at those bottom of the table: West Ham, Everton, and Southampton. Yeah, like those, those are guys like spend money. Mid-table teams, yet they're in relegation. You know what I mean? So who knows? Even like the championship, like they invest a lot of their players too. But like once they get to the Premier League, like their whole funding has changed. Like they yeah. focus on signing, signing, signings. Oh man, football's changing. <laughs> Money talks, right? It talks a lot, bro. <laughs> Sometimes too much, bro. That's too much for that guy, man. But yeah, before we uh, finish off, we got uh, El Clasico this weekend, Super Copa. Yeah, just passed by. Dominant, bro. Like, it was crazy. Because before the game, I thought Barca were going to lose, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, one of those games where, like, Barca controlled possession. But, like, Madrid made the most out of their chances and just ended up winning. Mm. I said 2-0 Madrid before the game. But, oh, wow. bro, Barca impressed me, man. Like, yeah. like this like posi- like this formation that Xavi's using now, like a 3-2-2-3. Like a so we'd have, like, like Kunde, Christensen, Araujo, like, as the back three. Then you have, like, Busquets and De Jong. As like the pivots and Pedri Gavi ahead of them, Damn. and just like Lewandowski, Dembele, and whoever just up top, right? Balde, Balde, and it's been working, man. Like they've been playing well. Like there was like one period, like in the game, in like the seventy fifth minute, where it was just like tiki taka, bro, and it was like bring me back to like the 09, 2010 <laughs> days. Like that's how you're feeling. Ten huh? days, bro, just straight one touch football, yeah. slight tear coming down. <laughs> but I don't know, Barca played well, man. Like they impressed me, and I don't know, they're first in the league right now. I think it's safe to say, like, they have a good chance of winning the league, man. Mm. I just hope 
hopefully they could do well in Europa League because <laughs> that game against United is going to be tough. But when, what, what my thing is, like, I see them play and they play so well. What went wrong in Champions League? They were missing their defenders, bro. They didn't have Kunde, Araujo, or Christensen. Oh, they're missing. Wow. They're missing their defense. They're playing yeah, Serge Roberto back. Yeah, like it was crazy. PK two was like, yeah, like coming PK in. PK was messing Busquets up at the back. Yeah, De Jong wasn't. I don't know. They didn't play in the back too much. Garcia was playing back there, but I don't know. Barca got their defenders back. Wow, that's crazy. For Stegen yeah. after that hair transplant's been different, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, it has, yeah. I don't know. It's it's looking good right now, man. And like hopefully it carries on towards uh, the end of the season, and hopefully they come in first possibility but you never know with Real Madrid right and I do have one thing to say I'll admit I was wrong about Gavi I was wrong Same thing. I was wrong and, and I'll, I'll say with my chest Gavi at left man. wing <laughs> in that kind of false winger role yep he's different <laughs> he's different I was wrong I was wrong I was wrong I know Madrid did it, didn't play their best still Madrid, but it's still Madrid yeah. and, I, and I can admit when and I was in a wrong. final too yeah. Yeah. I can admit when I was wrong 3GA in a final for an 18 year old that's not bad got to big up that bro and he's dating a princess he's that's not bad man oh, something like that man. Spain he's big he's doing, he's, <laughs> do, he's doing his thing he's winning bro he's winning he's doing his thing but yeah, man, Barca got Gavi and Pedri for the next decade at least. Like, holy, young, yeah. safe hands, bro, safe hands. The nice. young hopefully comes into his role at Barca. They got to replace Busquets at one point. Might be Brozovic coming in for Kessie, but we'll see, man. But the future looks good for Barca, man. I'm happy, satisfied. I and thought it, Barca was gonna lose, to be honest. So did I, bro. You guys surprised. <laughs> I was surprised as well, man. Good cup win, Gavi's first trophy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Another one in the books for Pedri. Oh, yeah. But I think it's time for them to get a big one. They need that La Liga, bro. La Liga or Europa League. Because I think Europa League would be just as big. 100%, bro. You the know? way these guys are celebrating this trophy, like, yeah. it's a trophy at the end of the day, <laughs> you know? And not for anything, but, like, if you're winning Europa League, low-key, you're beating bigger teams than you are in La Liga. Yeah. With the teams yeah. that are that are yeah. floating around Europa League, there's Good a lot teams, of bro. big dogs in Europa League. So, mm-hmm. it's like, if you can go through and you can win that... I would say that that almost might be a bigger achievement than winning the Liga. Mm. La Liga, you're you're coming up against Madrid. Everyone else in that league is dog shit this season, that, and you bro. can't tell I me otherwise. No one else about dog shit. No one else in that league. A lot is of good. teams have kind of been down. off this season. Like you're right, Atleti's been off this season. Sevilla's been off. Villarreal's been off. Valencia's Betis has been, been good. Sociedad's been pretty good as well too. But besides, like the major like teams that we mentioned before, it's been a little off. But it's been a little off again. Yeah. Like being consistent throughout 38 games. Some could say it's tougher than being consistent throughout a knockout tournament. So for you as a Barca fan, if you can win one trophy this season, other than the one you already won, which one are you choosing? I think it's got to be La Liga, bro. Yeah? Because like I said, and like I say before, like <laughs> league competition is harder than knockout competition. Because you got to be consistent for 38 games, bro. Yeah, and then end of the day, like Real Madrid is still a big competition. Or La Liga, yeah. and you're not you're not facing them every single weekend, but like it's still like a team that you kind of like you're still challenging against. Yeah, and look at them; they're still in Champions League. Like you're, at least you have the advantage. Where you're both in cup games, actually. Like you're both in European football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you don't. You still don't want Madrid to go back to back either. No, no. <laughs> like they're three points ahead right now, and who knows what could happen? Right, you never know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'd rather La Liga over Europa League. Just. It's harder to be more consistent in the league, I think. Despite the quality, kind of, but 
still, you could be lucky in a knockout competition, less luck involved in the league, you know? That's fair. Convenient yeah. you said that because you're going to go out to United in Europa League. Jeez. <laughs> well, bro, when's the day, bro? Save the date. That'd be right thing. Man, shot center back. Watch out, Lawa. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know, bro. We'll see, man. Talking big. <laughs> our, our low key, I think United have the bit of an advantage. Maybe. Maybe at home. Yeah, maybe at home, bro. That ref- the refereeing decisions, bro. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, don't I think know. so a little bit. But yeah. but yeah, boys, I think we'll wrap it up there, man. Thanks for uh, watching. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. You know who we are. Culture. Say it. Say it. <laughs> and with that, we out. Thank you. Cheers, guys. I don't think you're going to come up with that. <laughs>